Hey, Big Daddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going this week? It's going all right, going all right. Welcome, everybody, to the Big Daddy's Podcast. Welcome, everybody, first and longtime listeners. Welcome, welcome. My name is Matt. With me is and Ma- And I'm Mike. I or interrupted you. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, and together, we are the Big Daddies. The Big Daddies. We have seven children between us. Indeed, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um... I wanted to uh, ask, I was, I got to thinking about like jobs and whatnot. And um, everyone has a part, uh, whether you like your job or not, you have a, a part of your job that you just don't like doing. And, right. uh, but then that got me thinking about the, the opposite end of that spectrum. Like, mm-hmm. and I, wa- I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. like, the worst job you ever had what was the best part of the worst job you ever had (laughs) the best part of the worst job um (laughs) gosh okay so this goes back a long way this goes back to my teenage years Mm -hmm. uh my dad knew a guy who knew a guy kind of a thing and at one time in my youth there was a summer jobs program for youth uh, through Pima County and mm-hmm. you would go and you would literally, this was the job, you would literally sweep intersections, like get dirt and stuff. They, they'd take you out on a crew and they'd have you clear weeds or or, or, or or move dirt or whatever they decided they needed. It was, it was a little bit of make work, you know, it's like, well, let's, let's put the kids to something, you know, constructive. And that was terrible. That was a horrible job. <laughs> Especially, I mean, uh, especially Tucson in the summer outside sweeping intersections. Yes, and oh man, I had that's to be, the worst. It's the worst. I had to be up at like seven a.m., which Jeez. anyone who knows me is like that's just ridiculous. And <laughs> so it was. Uh, that was the, probably the worst job I've ever had. The best part of that worst job was. Um, oddly enough, uh, maybe not oddly enough, but lunchtime, like there's a group of us. And when you're, when you're out and about and you're at that age, you get a sort of a, a clan mentality, a, a, you know, a, a familiarity of brotherhood of some kind, however small or bleeding. And, mm-hmm. you know, we pulled over and we're supposed to get like a half an hour, but you know, the, the crew guys were always like, yeah, we're just going to take whatever we take. And we go pull over into a park and lay in the, the shade and bullshit and, and, um, you know, uh, eat our sandwiches and, uh, talk and that was it was good formative years you know like that was that was a nice part of my formative years the job itself was terrible but the <laughs> the, uh, the the downtimes when you could you know yak with your with your buddies in arms so to speak that was pretty fun I enjoyed that yeah so, uh, yeah the camaraderie the camaraderie I it's almost always the best part of any job so yes. I, I haven't had that many jobs. Right. Um, I work, I, I worked at a transmission shop for, uh, a summer. That one, uh-huh. that job wasn't that bad. You know, I got to hang out around mechanics and learn stuff all summer, which was fun. Um, mm-hmm. but there was one job that I had that I, I, I did not 
enjoy. Um, it was at Tucson Raceway Park. Okay. It is. It, it was the circle track for cars here in Tucson, Arizona, and um, I. Uh, uh, I, I'm sure it would be. It would have been a better job had my dad not known every single person there. <laughs> so you are uh you are under surveillance constantly is that what constantly, you're saying constantly 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 yeah uh so much so that uh i was um and this is a this is bad <laughs> i was i was sneaking i was sneaking a cigarette oh. uh i was sneaking a cigarette and i found this spot in between the two ice machines uh-huh. Like everyone would just walk past me and they never, they never looked down. They never saw me. And I was like, kind of like in this little cubby where no one knew where I was. Nice. And I was sneaking, I was sneaking a cigarette and, uh, and, uh, one of the, one of the guys, the workers there by chance saw me. He's like, does your dad know you smoke? I was like, no dude. Like, why do you, Oh, he's like, ah, man. And so, um, I, so yeah, that, that wasn't that part of the job. Like that was the worst part of that bad job. And I think that's what made the job my worst job, quote unquote, Uh is because like my dad literally knew like the manager and like the, the, he knew everybody. My dad was like, my dad lived and breathed Tucson car culture. So it's like everyone knew my dad. Um, But what made that job so awesome is a, I worked in, I worked the food service. So like that, that was, that was okay. And I mean, it's not the best job, but uh, it was all right. But um, there was three guys, me uh, and two other guys who I, their name escapes me right now, but um, at the beginning of our shift, we would get a bunch of paper towels and soak them in water and then make uh, make little little balls out of them. And okay. then we would we would stick them in the freezer for our shift. Uh-huh. And by the end of the shift, we played a game that we dubbed freeze balls. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that sounds like an app name for that game. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and pretty much it was uh, it was a contest to see who can make a, a shot of your frozen your 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 ice ball. Yeah. Into into uh, into a trash can and uh, <laughs> at varying distance, and so there was always like this one-upmanship of that game. It's <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna go from the pizza oven all the way to the exit. And it, it, it turned into it turned into the the McDonald's commercial with with Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. It was like nice. off the fryer, off the uh, off, off the ground, uh, nothing but trash. You know. Right, right. Oh my gosh, yeah. When when you're younger, it's easy to uh, get into that that feeling of. Um, of one-upmanship, right, and and competition and such like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I used to have more of it. I don't. I've never had a lot of it, but I used to have more of it. And nowadays, I don't have any of it. 
I have I don't, zero competition. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. I don't think. I don't think I've ever outgrown it, especially, <laughs> especially with my brother. Like with with my brother, who's the uh, Russell, who's the closest in age to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're if we're hanging out with one another and something remotely competition competitious is that a word competitious yeah, yeah it is now sweet uh if something just it, that has a, a very slim uh competition element to it we right. we we go hard and turn it into the x games like <laughs> it's <laughs> there was there was there was one time. Okay, so this was um, I was I spent the night at Russell's house. Uh-huh. Um, this is definitely before either one of us had kids, and he his girlfriend, who is now his wife at the time, was out of town, and so we had like uh, we were just having bro time, and um, we played in a band together, right. and I would I would always talk smack to him about how he doesn't have cool like guitar moves like guitar guy moves you know yeah yeah right you know so i'm like no showmanship yeah dude you just you you stand there you bob your head he's like dude i'm a bass player like that's what we do i'm like all right but you should probably have like you know nick nicky six was a bass player and he was he was moving and grooving man and right uh (laughs) And he's like, well, you think you could do better? I was like, I can't play any stringed instrument, but if we were to have an air guitar off, I would whoop your ass. And he said, he said, oh yeah? And I said, yeah. And then, um, and so then we we proceeded to put on uh, Megadeth. Nice. Uh, cause he had like these big tower speakers and he lived downtown. So there was never any noise complaints. And, um, we did, we then, uh, started doing an air. We were, and we are fully grown adults. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we're not, we're not 12 and 13 years old. We're, yeah. I was in my mid, like early to mid twenties. Right. So he and he's two years older than me, so he is in his mid to late twenties. And uh, and, and you so guys we are put, having an air guitar off. Yeah, to the to the Megadeth song to the Megadeth song "Tornado of Souls," which is by far one of the best songs ever made. Okay. Uh, and so we start going into it, and 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 like I'm I'm jumping off this couch and like doing like air splits, like David fucking Lee Roth. And uh, and then Russell, I look over at him and he like jumped off of his guitar amp that happened to be in the uh, in the uh, living room, did a 360, landed on his knees, then proceeded to do like the the three stooges, like lay down on your side and walk around in a circle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he did that and he did it while air guitaring. Mm hmm. And I don't know if you've seen Russell move that way. I never had. No. And so I lost my mind and I just started laughing. And I was like, all right, all right, you win. You win. He's like, (laughs) I told you I got moves. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very brother thing that would would happen, especially with with the close of age. I I grew up with just my sister. So it was just me and my sister. And uh, we were pretty different people, and um, it um, 
we never had that kind of competition, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and and so I, ne- I never had that brotherly competition. And even with my, my close male friends, um, there wasn't a whole bunch of it either. So and I'm just not a competitive person. I mean, that's I think that's why I'm drawn to improv so much is because it's collaborative, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not much one for confrontation and and all that kind of stuff. And um, so it's like one like I'd have been the same way with you. Like he'd have jumped off the thing, landed off his knees. He wouldn't have to done the sideways spinning thing. I'd have said you win. I am not jumping off onto my knees because <laughs> no, I will hurt I... myself. <laughs> Well, I mean, because we're both like we are both uh, Jack Black, Tenacious D fans, right? And so, I mean, there's I think there's like a whole song about power sliding, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that's where I get my line that I always use on you of of waking up at the crack of noon. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's me all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've had to be up at 10.30 most days because my dogs wake me up. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Oh, man. So that my uh, my oldest dog, his name is Rufus. Right. I think he's pushing. He's He's got to be over 10 years old now. Okay. He's getting up there. But he's getting up there. But he recently, just this week, he started... Uh, he started leaving me presents on the carpet every oh. morning. Whoa. Yeah. 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 So, um, and they're not pleasant presents. These are not the kind of presents that I want. They right. stink. Yeah. And, uh, and if I don't catch them and, and I don't, and I'm, then I'm pleasantly surprised by finding them in between my toes. And that's <laughs> never fun. That's never fun. Uh, so I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about him. I'm like, I don't know. He's old. Maybe yeah. he's, you know, Maybe he's got uh, doggy dementia or something, or he sure. forgot how to go poop outside. Right. Uh, and then Madi reminded me that uh, I had got them like this awesome. I was at the grocery store and I, and I was, went down the dog aisle and I saw these little rib bones, you know, with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, my dogs are awesome. I'm going to get them this treat. Mm-hmm. And so I got it for him, and it was after that that he his stomach has been upset. So oh. we're we're both thinking that it was my my generosity that caused him uh, <laughs> intest intestinal discomfort. You you try to be a nice guy, and you end up hurting your dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get nothing but kibble from now on. Yeah, dog, dog, dang it. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. The, my our oldest dog is Zoe, and she's only we think she's only seven because it's hard to tell when you when you inherit a dog, right? Because mm-hmm. like they go, eh, they're about three four years old. Like that seems like no matter how old the dog really is, if you take them to the vet for the first time, they're like yeah, three four years old, and <laughs> <laughs> the dog will be wearing diapers. Yeah, we think it's about three or four years old. Yeah. <laughs> it still has its milk teeth. It's yeah. three or four years old. <laughs> exactly. And so we got Zoe and she's about, well, we thought she was about four years old. And um, and so we've had her three years, which means that she's seven now, which, you know, if you, the, the typical dog years thing is seven times seven, right? So 49, she's, yeah. you know, in human age, 49. And I'm starting to yeah. see the things I see in myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like she will, uh, I'll open the door. 
uh, to the bedroom because she she and the other dog, one of the other dogs, uh, sleeps in the bedroom with us. Not necessarily on the bed, but in the bedroom, right? And she mm-hmm. has, she has a, a, a pad there, and she's first to the door. She hits the she hits the pad first and quick, goes boom right to the pad. I'm like, I would do that too. Like I'm gonna yes. if, <laughs> if I go into my bedroom, I'm going to get into the bed. That's kind of the first thing I do. And then uh, when it's time to leave the bedroom, she kind of looks like. Do I have to? I, do, yeah. I don't. I don't want to let him move. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know, I don't want to either. <laughs> and just but one of us, one of things. one of, yeah, yeah. I don't want to leave the bedroom either. But one of us needs to go to the bathroom, and I don't want to. I don't want it to be on the floor. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's interesting watching her. She moves just a little slower, like not that much, but a little slower, you know, and she gets up uh-huh. just a little slower. There's a, we have a table in the back and she jumps onto the table. She's, she's the only dog who actually likes to be outside. Like we'll mm-hmm. have to be let out and just like hang out in the sunlight beam or on the table in the sun. She, mm-hmm. she enjoys it for a time. And then when she's done, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Let's go back in. But um, <laughs> <laughs> when she gets off the table, she kind of looks down and like, this is a little too high. I should have done this. <laughs> she's second guessing she's every second decision guessing. she's made. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh man, I feel you, dude. Because, like, you know, I I, uh, I have found that I, when I get out of bed, I, I get out of the bed, I swing my legs to the side, and I sit there for a minute. I'm like, is it worth it? Do I have to go to the bathroom that badly? <laughs> <laughs> my, I'm I'm at the point like, uh, well, a I I work so early in the morning that yeah. um, most of the time when I wake up, it's in a panic. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's dark, the, it's cold. I must be late, right? Yeah, I'm I. I've <laughs> pressed the snooze button one too many times, and now I have ten minutes to yep. get to get clothes on brush my teeth and get out the door yep and uh, yeah and, but on the weekends uh i still wake up fairly early i'm i'm, I'm up usually around 6 30 7 o'clock in the morning right on the weekends mm. and um sometimes on on lucky days uh the kids and everyone else is asleep still Ooh. Yeah, and so I go downstairs, mm-hmm. and I try like I'm trying my hardest not to make a single noise, right? Because I'm I'm gonna sit down on the couch, and I'm not gonna do anything, like, <laughs> and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be a glorious highlight of your day. <laughs> it's, li- <laughs> and so for like. 10 15 minutes sometimes if i'm lucky i'll get 30 but for the most part uh i i can't i'm not stealthy so i wake someone up right but uh yeah for like 10 15 minutes i got i have that to myself in the morning uh-huh. on the weekends i i live for those moments mike wow see i would think this <laughs> <laughs> a, I don't blame you. B, I remember those days. And C, I would, I would do those that time in bed. Like if I woke up and didn't hear anything, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I can lay here in bed and not do anything. <laughs> I don't even have to get out to the couch. I can just lay here in bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, 
I always have a, a underlying fear that I'll miss out on something though. So I have to get mm, up. Interesting. The one thing I did <laughs> like about that was um, uh, uh, sometimes because I, I, I experienced that also um, uh, when, when I was around the kids when they were much, 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 much younger. And what was kind of neat about that is if you did happen to be the first person up, person because I rarely was, you know, I rarely mm. was. But if I, on the odd occasions that I wa- were, was, um, it would be neat when like one of the kids but not the others woke up and, and came out. Because then you could have like that 10 minutes of just being with that one kid. And, yeah. you know, yeah. just kind of hidden it. And luckily enough for me over the years, like that happened in rotation enough that like I got a little bit of time with each of the kids in rotation. Um, yeah, yeah, that it, that's super. That is, uh, it's funny that you say that because I think the same thing. Like, uh, um, there is chaos in my house right now. I don't know if the, if it's picking it up or not, but no, I, I, I think, I think my son just lost at a video game or something because I heard the most epic Darth Vader. Uh, no, he just screamed no for like five seconds. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on in there, but uh, it's kind of crazy. Nice. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do enjoy it. Uh, I do enjoy having the the little one on one time uh, with uh, with the kids, and 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 it is it is cool because it does kind of happen in rotation. It, it can, yeah. It's sometimes. And it's like one day that'll happen and, you know, Marcy will get up early and then the second day maybe Danger Will or whatever uh, with you. And it, yeah. it, it doesn't always happen. A lot of times they just pile on. Dad, all three of them look great. Here they come. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, it is neat when it when it doesn't happen that way. Which, oh, by the way, I got to tell you, um, uh, Madi posted a picture that da- your son, Danger, uh, had drawn. Little Matthew yes. had drawn. Yes. And I got to tell you, I'm legit impressed with that thing, man. <laughs> you know what's funny? He drew that so angrily because he didn't yeah. want to. Yeah. He was so mad. He's like, I don't want to do this. And he, <laughs> it was so it was so angry or angry at how he did it. I know. And, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> here's what cracks me up about the angry picture because Madi posted that as well, right? Is this angry picture is like lovely pastels and leaves? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the thought yeah. that he's so angry he has to draw leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they were dying leaves, Mike. They were dying leaves. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they have um. You know, my kids go to a, a, a school that that is, uh, it's a fine arts magnet school. Nice, that's what they call it. Good, which is really cool. So they they stress like music and art sure. and dance and all of the cool things that are cool. Like they, they yeah, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> those things are the things that make life worth living. If you ask me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And what's what's what here's what's so interesting about it is that every one of those things you just you talked about music, art, you know, dancing, theater, every one of those things has is rooted in something practical that you can learn from, right? Like music yeah. is has a mathematical basis, like you divide and, mm-hmm. and you can, you know, play mathematically. And um uh, theater and dance well, any of them have this wonderful uh, you know, team effort, the the idea of of working together to put on a show, 
you know yep. that's probably a show yep. in the barn you know and everyone's doing their part and uh it's i don't you know people always think about uh, sports as being that avenue and it is it's a avenue towards that where you think you know you buy into something you think i'm on this team i want this team to win i can do my part and we all pull together we're better than our, you know than the individually we're better as a team than we are individually right well that same sure. exact feeling comes from theater comes from dance mm-hmm. comes from anything that's collaborative in the arts um realm and it's as valuable and uh but people don't seem to think about it. so when i heard that your kids were going to that type of school i'm like oh man that's just so cool because they'll be have, yeah. have plenty of time man you know they'll, they'll grow up and they'll have plenty of time to work and do drudge jobs let them have a fun childhood you know yeah yeah but uh um before the before the the shutdown happened and pandemic and, and yeah and whatnot uh they were doing a lot of art and um my son he uh he drew this like guitar thing and uh-huh. uh, uh i'll have to post a picture of it on on the facebook but it is probably the most hardcore looking like stringed instrument i've ever seen it's like it's like part axe part like spear uh-huh. and, and it's on like a van's checkered background it's 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 literally up on my wall because i like it not right. because it's you know if if, uh, if i was able to get this somewhere i would still have it because it's just kind of it's in my vein of just odd enough you know what i mean yeah like, yeah yeah no i, I totally it. get it and uh and uh Mia Kota too she was she did uh she did this painting of a it, it was like she was working on engraving so it wasn't a painting but um or embossing i guess okay. i don't know i don't know what what so she drew a picture on paper over metal and okay. then what she drew was transferred onto the metal and it was like this cool like heart thing with eyeballs and i'm gonna have to post these two pictures and like me and Madi both are fans of tattoos and we see miyakota's like heart thing and uh-huh. both of us said the first thing out of both of our mouths was i want to get that tattooed like, right like, how, how cool would that be cool. to do that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it would be cool um and is uh is the little one is marcy um drawing or anything at all uh marcy right now is into um she's into books okay so and she can't read yet but right. she'll she'll tell me what's going on in the book <laughs> we, we, we have this we have this book it's like good night goblin or something like that and it's like uh-huh. a halloween themed bedtime story okay and uh, so Marcy will be like, Dad, 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 I want to tell you a story. I'm like, All right, let's go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The way she, the way she said, Dad, I want to tell you a story. I'm like, Okay, tell me a story. And so she'll be like, Come here. And so I'll go sit down with her, and she'll be like, There's a goblin, spooky guy. I'm like, Okay, spooky guy. And now there's a mummy and a spider. I'm like, Okay. And then she flips to the next page. And now. This is Frankenstein. I'm like, oh, okay. And then she flips it. And now this this is skeletons and a witch. I'm like, all right. And now they're all asleep. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, 
I love the simplicity. <laughs> like, this is what they are, and here is what they're doing. It's a story. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Did she kiss you on your head and try to put you to bed afterwards? <laughs> no. What's what? No, she does the exact opposite. Cause yeah. uh, I, I once again wake up super early, so when I come home, I, I'll tend to take like a twenty-minute, forty-minute nap, and um, and sometimes I'll just pretend like I'm going to sleep, and I'm like, and I'll start fake snoring, you know? Right. And. I'll get smacked in the face by a three-year-old. <laughs> Wake up, Dad! I'm like, I'm not even sleeping. Like, what are you doing to me? Nice. Oh. Yeah, kids are great for interrupting sleep. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So, um, while we were talking about our worst jobs, yeah, uh, the best part of our worst jobs, mm-hmm. I am going to tell you something. And I'm going to tell our listeners something Mm -hmm. that my family has made fun of me (laughs) for since this happened. Okay. Let's hear it. I wasn't a very smart uh, adolescent. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And so um, we lived in this house and uh, this house had a two-car garage. Mm -hmm. And... uh, it was me, my brother Russell, and my brother Doug, and my parents were gone. And so we had the stereo on and we were cleaning up the house. Like we were surprising uh, our parents, like sweeping, like doing the whole nine. We weren't just like picking up our room. Right. Um, so I must have been like 16. So that would have made Russell 18 and right. that would have made Doug 26. Got it. Uh, so, um, we're, we're all cleaning up and, uh, I was taking out the trash. So I, I grabbed the trash and I go out front cause that's where the trash bin is. I put the trash in and, um, I think I got that backwards. So I had the trash and I had to open up the garage, but, um, as I'm opening the garage, I see how it is going up, you know? Right. And, uh, the garage doors are made out of little panels. Sure. Right. Right. And yeah. uh, and so I was like, oh, that's cool. So then I take out the trash and then I come back in and I press the button to close the garage door. Mm-hmm. And I gr- and, and I was like, I'm going to I'm going to write that garage door down. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was probably the worst decision I ever made in my life, Mike. <laughs> I can imagine what happened. So. So, well, um, I, I hung on it. And then uh, my fingers were in between the two panels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, A, it squished all eight of my long fingers. And then that's not the worst part, Mike. The worst part is this. When when any garage door gets stuck, it has a – or senses something is in the way. Uh Uh-huh. It has a safety mechanism. Uh Uh-huh. That uh, that 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 um, makes it go backwards. It makes it go up. It'll open it so it doesn't squish you right. underneath the, the thing. Well, it went up, Mike. Yeah. And my fingers were still in it, Mike. <laughs> so I'm stuck out in this two-car garage 
with my hands up in the air like I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. But they're stuck in they're stuck. in this. They're stuck in the ground. I cannot take these out. I can't take them out. Oh Mike. God, that sounds horrible. And so, yeah, it was not very pleasant. And so then, um, I appreciate I appreciate your empathy, Mike. Yeah, thanks. And, and I appreciate your empathy and not ridicule. <laughs> because that's, I'm, I'm guessing that's not what you got from your brothers. From anybody involved in my family. No, I have not gotten a single ounce of empathy. And you were the first person to give me empathy uh, 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 with this story. So there I am, uh, spread open like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> stuck stuck on the uh, on the garage and yeah. uh so i'm like hey guys guys i'm like yelling hey guys guys hey come here come help me out here and yeah. uh that like i said we were listening to music while we were cleaning up so no could one they, heard you could they hear me inside mike no <laughs> no they could not so then i resorted to being like i just started yelling like hey so maybe someone in the neighborhood heard me right and uh and sure enough you know the neighbors across the street saw a 16 year old <laughs> lengthy dummy stuck in a garage door <laughs> dangling by his feet da yeah like i was literally <laughs> on my tippy toes oh no i was on my tippy toes so i wouldn't rip my fingers off so then they you know they pulled the emergency release and I right. got out and uh, I, oh. I, uh, I said, thank you. And yeah. um, I, th I literally thought I had broken all four, all eight of my, of my long fingers. Yeah. So I, so I go inside and I'm like, why didn't you guys, I was mad because like, here I am throbbing hands. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't you guys come and save me, man? They're like, what, what'd you do? I was like, you got stuck in the garage, man. <laughs> and then that, and then, so then that's when they're like, how the F did you get stuck in the garage? Like, who does that? I'm like, apparently I do. <laughs> As I'm running my hands under cold water. Trying to get them from throbbing. <laughs> you guys don't love me. <laughs> the neighbor had to come rescue me. <laughs> I'm only here for your amusement. And so, oh yeah. And, that, and and so that day was the first day I called in sick to that 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 poop job that I had. Right. But then I ended up going to that job that day anyway because my hands were fine. Oh, nice. And I, <laughs> and, and I didn't want to hear it from the rest of my family, so I figured I'd just go to work. <laughs> so you avoided. And, the, and your first lesson in avoidance as an adult was, was cemented. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds terrible. And uh, something that I, it's, man, you know, with, when you're that age, like your brain's just not, it's not done yet. It's still baking. It's still figuring it, things out. And things yeah. seem like a really good idea. <laughs> they're just not, they're just not. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that'd be fun to ride that thing up. No, it yeah. was not fun, Mike. It was not fun. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, so... Um, now that the story is out there, yeah, uh, I, I've kept it secret for so long, Mike. Now you can. Now it's out there into the universe, and maybe you can have some healing. I don't know, my. I don't know, Mike. I'm still horribly embarrassed about it. 
like now, you know, with a hindsight, I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? Like, yeah. why was that remotely a, an idea to have? Mm -hmm. There's warning stickers all over the dang thing, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I remember one time I was like nine or ten, and my uh, my friend Tony and I found a um, found a what we think is probably a uh, you know the CO2 cartridges that you put into. Uh, you know, CO2 guns for like paintball and stuff like that, you know, you know what I'm talking yep. about? The high pressurized. Yep. We found yep. one and, and thought, maybe we should take an axe and try to break it open. Th Ooh. That makes perfect sense. And yeah. uh, so we dented it pretty good, but we never did break it open. And I made the mistake of telling my dad and he was not happy because <laughs> you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> that was a whole thing. <laughs> there was... Oh man, same thing, same uh, same exact story, minus the the the, the object and uh -huh. the outcome. Uh -huh. uh, it was with the neighborhood kids, uh -huh. and um, we were all at my house, and um, we wanted to know what was inside of a battery. <laughs> yeah, and so cool. one one of the older kids, we were out in the backyard, in my backyard, and. Uh, we were just hitting it with a hammer until it burst. Oh my and god! And then, uh, and then there was battery acid everywhere, and yep. it was not. It wasn't. I mean, I was, and one of the few times that I was kind of smart about things, I was hiding behind the bigger kids. There you go. <laughs> nice. I, I was, I was like uh, that that drawing. Uh, Kilroy was here. It's just my <laughs> my eyes and my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out from behind someone's side. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was Wilson from Home Improvement. Nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> All right. Well, sir, I believe uh, I believe it is time. That's a good time to stop with with our childhood foolishness. Yeah. Oh, this uh, this podcast is going to be full of those because I got tons. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So we're you're you bought you got a, We gave away a, uh, a a gift card to one of our a Starbucks gift card. Yeah. So maybe what? Okay. So maybe uh, we should encourage our listeners to post a childhood foible on our Facebook oh. page and give away uh, give away one of the cards for that. What do you think? That sounds great. All right. So anyone out there who's listening, go to our Facebook page. Go to Facebook, search Big Daddies. Is it Big Daddies or Big Daddies Comedy? Do you remember? Or Big, Big Daddies Comedy. Big Daddies Comedy. Look for us. And in the comments section somewhere on something, uh, say, tell us the story of what you did as a kid that was silly and or dumb. And we'll pick our favorite and send you a card. You can also, instead of taking the time to type all of that out, you can just press the contact us button and leave us a voicemail. That's right on the on the Anchor FM, right? Yes, 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 yes. Either one will do. We'll we'll take our favorite and send you off with the gift card. Yes, that sounds great. Well, um, I had uh, an amazing time today. As I hope I, that as uh, always. I I hope that uh, everyone was entertained by my uh, foolishness. <laughs> And uh, we'll do we'll do this again next week. Next week, so I'll talk to you uh, then or before, buddy. All right, sounds good, man. All right, good. Uh, have mm -hmm. a great uh, week, and we'll talk to everybody uh, next week. All right, sounds all right. good. Bye. Bye.